We could use your help keeping the Omaha History Podcast going. Please consider becoming a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Go to patreon.com slash Omaha. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. It'll help pay the light bill. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. Imagine a time when riding a streetcar was interesting, respected, and a little bit glamorous. The dusty granite-covered streets of Omaha, well, that time was during the 1870s and the 1880s. The new technology needed fancy buildings to go along with the times, and the streetcar maintenance shop at 2606 North 26th Street in North Omaha was one of those buildings. But uh, sadly, I guess it didn't end very well, eh, Adam? It didn't end very well, Steve, and maybe maybe the end of the story is the place to start with. Just this last weekend, uh, the City of Omaha Public Works Department went ahead and ripped down a North Omaha landmark that was 113 years old. And uh, let's make this podcast kind of a, a rest-in-peace memorial, a rip memorial for what's come and gone. Steve, it started way back in the 1880s, when, and, and, and even earlier than that. Yeah, some of the earliest city fathers in Omaha thought that Omaha needed to have a streetcar system. They were beginning to emerge in other cities like San Francisco and Chicago and and New York City and Omaha wanted to be one of those first class cities that had a great public transportation system. And so these founding fathers, including guys like Kuntz and uh, lots of the others, early investors, um, names from North Omaha history, especially, they decided that they were going to put in this line and their original streetcar line in Omaha, Nebraska was horse drawn. They didn't have electricity that was running freely at this point in the 1860s and 70s. And so uh, they built a line that went from Jones Street, right about the or the second uh, Union Station in downtown Omaha, and went all the way up to Cumming Street, uh, eventually to 21st Street in that in those first years. And by 1884, the Omaha Horse Railway Company uh, needed to build some new barns. They were expanding rapidly. And they wanted to be able to put some more horses in place in North Omaha because that's the part of the city that was growing fastest and with the most opportunity for development at that point. So uh, Colonel Mathewson T. Patrick gave the Omaha Horse Railway Company three acres of land at 26th and Lake. Colonel Patrick, he owned a a section of land right there on the northwest corner of 24th and Lake, and he wanted to make sure that that property was going to make him money. He knew that the way to do that was to get the horse-drawn railway to expand from Cumming Street all the way up to Lake. It was about a mile, and that was a long distance at that point. So he donates these three acres, and the Omaha Horse Horse Railway Company built up a barn and some stables, a shed, and a giant corral. For 253 horses in 1884, right there at the corner of 26th and Lake. It was a brick barn that was, it, they called it a lean-to, uh, and it was built to hold the cars. These streetcars were super funny-looking machines. They were built in Chicago at that point, and uh, they were called omnibuses. They were omnibuses that were about 12 feet long originally. Eventually, they got to 14 feet long, 
and they were pulled by a team of horses that would drag them along rails with wheels. They were T-shaped iron rails that went right into the street. Uh, At that point, these streets were paved with crushed granite and all kinds of different things these streets were paved with. So these T-shaped rails went right into the street. The horses pulled these wagons, and people got on and off, and they were the street railway. That went on for 20 years almost. Uh, But Colonel Patrick had that built right on the corner of his land, and his gamble paid off. Uh, From 1884 through the 1890s, That area of North Omaha around 24th and Lake boomed. It just grew really, really quickly. The near north side spread north, and uh, the rest of North Omaha began to unveil. As it went further north, it became Coot's Place. And so this stable and corral for the horses was a big deal. Now, you know, times change and things move along, and Lake Street began to transform into an urban area. There were buildings that were two and three stories tall right there at the corner of 26th and Lake. And these 235 horses, they couldn't just do all the work alone, so they expanded, and they built the corral bigger. But something got in the way. And in 1887, that something was revealed to be a cable car. That's right, Omaha had a cable tramway company that put a line on 20th Street from coming to Lake. And boom, took away uh, company, uh, took away business from the Omaha Horse Railway Company. Uh, the Horse Railway, you know, they were determined to make their thing go, though. They were battling against this cable car and electricity, but they knew that they could give it a try. And uh, <laughs> it got to the point to where... Uh, In 1887, there was actually a gigantic fight that happened at 30th and Ames. Both of the companies that were laying their tracks up there, Cable Car Company versus the Horse Railway Company, right there at 30th and Ames. There were 200 men on the street pounding these T-irons into the ground and getting ready for the streetcars to come along. And they got into a big old fight that lasted hours and hours before the cops came and broke them up. But it didn't last. And in 1889, the Omaha Horse Railway Company and the Omaha Cable Tramway Company were consolidated under the name Omaha Street Railway Company. And that year, in 1889, the Omaha Street Railway Company, well, they needed to use all their new land. And so uh, they took that old corral that was at 26th and Lake, and they souped it up. They changed the car house and uh, expanded it, and then they took the old horse corral and made it into, they tracked the whole thing so that the cars, the streetcars that were running on cables at this point, Uh, could come into the lot and turn around and do everything that they needed to. And, of course, they got rid of those old horses. So suddenly the Omaha um, Railway Company, the Omaha Streetcar Company, was born and riding all around North Omaha. Uh, They had lines that went up 30th, that went up 24th, that went across Ames, that went across Lake. Uh, There was a 26th Street line that went from 24th and Hamilton up to Seward and then west on 26th and north to Lake. The, North, the Lake Street connection took riders from Lake Street uh, to 26, down to 18th. I mean, just zigzagging all over the place. In 1890, that streetcar lot grew again at 26th and Lake. And it eventually went from uh, Lake Street to Ohio from 27th to 26th and took up the whole entire lot right there. There were three buildings on the lot, including a car, a car house for the streetcars, um, There was a shed that was for storing coal, and there was a maintenance building uh, that covered the entire building, the entire lot from north to south. These maintenance bays were dug out so that uh, 
workers could get underneath the streetcars and do adjustments just facing up to the streetcars. And there was a lot of different innovations that started happening. Um, the very last horse-drawn streetcar in Omaha stopped in 18, June of 1895. And that didn't keep the streetcar burn from getting too quiet because almost right away, uh, Omaha's streetcar system needed to grow. You know, in 1898, Omaha hosted, North Omaha hosted the Trans-Mississippian International Exposition. This event drew 2.6 million visitors from all around Nebraska and Iowa and South Dakota and Missouri and Kansas and even Minnesota and beyond. 2.6 million people coming into the city, cranking in there. Guess how they got all the way up to North Omaha? They used the streetcars. There were special streetcars that were put in, and all of them were serviced right there on the corner of 26th and Lake. The commercial growth around uh, 24th and Lake in 1900 was booming. Uh, there were grocery stores and liquor stores and uh, barbers, laundries, and restaurants of all kinds, bars, taverns, uh, entertainment places. And the intersection became very important for the entire North Omaha region. Uh, just a really significant big place where things were happening. And folks really enjoyed themselves uh, in North Omaha at that point. They were having a great time. And they needed those ways to get around. And so that streetcar system just kept growing and growing. So between the exposition and all of the excitement that was there and the entertainment and business that was going on at 24th and Lake, the 26th and Lake Streetcar Burn was a logical place to, for the Omaha uh, Street Railway Company to build out and to really expand their enterprises. The first big change that happened around 1900 is that new rails were installed all around North Omaha. The riders would go on North 22nd Street from Nicholas all the way up to Charles, west on Charles, and then all over North Omaha, just zigzagging all over the place. There were suddenly four different buildings on the lot. Uh, and, and they had, were selling some older buildings, including an old barn that was made out of wood and a shed that was used for storage. Uh, they got rid of those. Then, uh, a new electrical substation was built right there on the corner of 27th and Lake, right in the same lot. And this substation was actually built to power these North Omaha streetcars. So it was a concrete building, super thick walls, big fat cables, Beautiful underground clay conduits. And I say beautiful because they were made in a way that stuff isn't made anymore, right? Oil switches in a fireproof vault and, and just thousands of currents of electricity blasting through this thing. There was air blast cooled transformers with juice just surging through all of these electrical wires. And they went all over North Omaha. Then uh, in 1905, an important architectural firm called Fisher & Lorry finished designing a new shop for 26th and Lake and Fisher and Lori, you know, they were the man, they, they, they built all kinds or they, they designed all kinds of buildings in downtown Omaha and all over the city. But this new shop, it went from Ohio to Corby streets and, uh, they were the only repair shop for streetcars in North Omaha at that point. Um, this streetcar shop could hold 20, 30 different cars in its stalls. There was garage bays for all these cars. And they were all numbered, and these streetcars would pull in, and they would get work done. And for the next 50 years, this streetcar barn was just tremendous. Uh, there, were, there were heat, steam, power, electrical blowers, woodworking machines, all kinds of things um, that were working inside of this building to make it just 
you know, this gigantic industrial shop. Imagine, Steve, you know, we had a truck shop where streetcars were repaired. We had storage rooms for all the supplies and tools and everything that was being made in a machine shop because these shops were determined to be uh, not only places for maintenance, but they decided to build and rebuild streetcars right there in Omaha for the streetcar system. So instead of relying on these Chicago providers or whatever, the Omaha streetcar company was making its own. So not only did they have all the maintenance stuff, they actually had an ironwork shop, a woodwork shop, a paint shop, storage building, a lumber building, all these different things going on right there at 26th and Lake uh, that were so important to the growth of the entire community from from down in East Omaha where the streetcar ran down there all the way out to West Omaha, which, of course, at that point was Benson at best. But that whole era was just filled with the smell of grease and wood and paint and and the the buzz of electricity there was a gigantic water tower that sat over the building to cool the whole thing uh to to provide emergency water for fires that kind of thing and just tremendous but i'll tell you what after world war ii the car culture was really grabbing omaha's imagination you know they took cumming street and they made it into northwest radio highway the boulevards were dying down in importance but there was beginning to be a talk of putting in an interstate system across the entire nation, and Omaha wanted in on that. And everybody wanted to own a car. They wanted to be able to drive from here to there. There were places built like crossroads and south roads to draw drivers all the way out to the suburbs uh, to buy things. And people stopped riding the streetcars. They became inefficient. Within the next 20 years, uh, 15 years, the the whole operation began to change. Uh, the streetcar was, began to look like a nuisance, and buses were running all over more than ever, and uh, Omaha streetcar system began to transform. You know, Steve, uh, the Omaha streetcar company didn't allow African Americans to work uh, in the streetcars. There, there were blacks who worked in the shops, uh, but they, could, they weren't allowed to be conductors on the streetcars all the way into the 1940s, and that's when that began to change. But then in the 1950s, when the bus culture began to come in, African-Americans weren't allowed to work on the buses as drivers either initially. There was all kinds of discrimination that was happening related to the streetcar business in general. But 26 and Lake had some African-American workers who were making salary and uh, working right there in the neighborhood as well. In 1940s, for the very first time, the streetcar barn at 26 and Lake was sold. And... You know, it came down to it in 1956, 1955, when the buses started to run and streetcars stopped. The city of Omaha ended up taking care of it, taking over the entire facility. It was used as a maintenance yard for buses for the next 30 years, all the way into the early 80s. Uh, the metro area transit buses uh, would come there and get fixed, as well as using the facility down and coming. And then another transition happened when the Omaha city of Omaha fleet management began to take over the facility itself again to use it for um, maintenance purposes for the city. They ended up working there all the way into 19 or I'm sorry, 2016. In 1985, the city of Omaha fire department moved their repair shop um, into 26 and Lake. Uh, the public's work street maintenance division offices were there and they ended up moving out in the eighties. 
there were maintenance facilities from around the city that were moving into 26 and Lake. And that happened over and over again. You know, there was a plan in 85 where the parks and rec department maintenance operations wanted to move into the facility, but they didn't, they wanted a more centralized facility in the city. So, uh, 26 and Lake became just kind of this rotating list of characters moving in and out, these different departments for the city moving in and out. Then in, an interesting thing happened in, in 2016 uh, when the 26 and Lake Street car barn was included in a new listing for the National Register of Historic Places. It, it was a, this listing for the 24th and Lake Historic District, which includes more than 20 buildings of all different kinds of uses. But the 26 and Lake Street car barn was the only city use maintenance facility that was included in the district. So super unique building to have inside of that listing and really probably one of the most contributing properties that got it recognized that got the entire district recognized for its historical role with African-Americans working there for the first time. It represented the beginning of integration, the end of Jim Crow segregation, the informal kind that kept Omaha so black and white for so long. And it really began to represent, you know, this kind of transition that North Omaha made from being a very industrial suburb to becoming more of an urban uh, residential district area. So all of that happened in 2016. Now, the strange thing then just came around last week, Steve, when without any announcement or any, any public process, the city of Omaha Public Works demolished the building. They didn't delist it from the National Register of Historic Places application. They didn't announce it to the Omaha World Herald, as far as I can find, or any other uh, publicly available information on the Internet or in print. And apparently it didn't even run by the Omaha City Council, who, according to their own rules, has to approve or disapprove of any building on the National Register of Historic Places getting modified or changed, let alone being torn down. So that's happened. And now all we can do is remember some old time when streetcars jotted all over North Omaha with no big deal because of facilities like what was at 26th and Lake. This now joins the loss of other streetcar facilities around North Omaha, including, of course, the gigantic barn that was at 24th and Ames, and the old, the old, old streetcar barn that was at 20th and Nicholas that became Micklin Lumber. All of these facilities are gone now, and we're running out of places to remember that, oh yeah, Omaha had a significant streetcar legacy, especially in North Omaha. I'll keep looking, but that's the story of the old streetcar barn that used to be at 26th and Lane. Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Join us next week as Adam takes you on another guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past.